back to Cyberology, Dakota State University's podcast about all things cyber and technology. I'm Jen Burris. My name is Gabe Midland. And today our guest is Assistant Director of Admissions, Amber Schmidt. Amber, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes. Hello. Uh, Amber Schmidt, Assistant Director of Admissions. You nailed it. So I am a DSU alum, 2008. Uh, took the five-year, I'm not quite sure what I want to do, college track, you know, made it there eventually. And now I have been in the DSU admissions world for almost 12 years. Wow. So I like to consider myself a pro, right? Maybe we'll some days. Some days. We'll some days. You, we'll give you the certification. <laughs> sure. Good, good. Thanks. Yeah. I knew you would, Gabe. Good. Okay. And so why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do in admissions. We do admissions. And what does that mean? So I'll be honest, forever ago, when I first went through this college process, I was 17 years old. I decided to go to college. I pointed on a map. They have education. And I showed up at DSU. And so when I went through that process, mom and dad had never, they never did the college process. First generation student, they said, good luck, go figure it out. So that's what I was doing. Age of 17, figuring it out. Well, I did a lot of it very independently. You know, I was taking out financial aid, loans all on my own. Well, our goal is admissions team, you know, our admissions folks, their titles are admissions specialists, but really they're admission counselors. Their job is to counsel students through that process of admissions. It's applying to the university, it's visiting the university, it's making sure they have all of their admission forms in so we can get them accepted. Uh, it's talking through the financial aid process and, and truly helping that student feel comfortable going through that whole process, feeling comfortable and having that person that they can go to to ask questions. Because I remember not knowing anything and you don't know who to even ask questions to. And we want students and their families to have that person on their side, you know, kind of partner in that process to hopefully become a future Trojan. That's the goal. And I think it's awesome what you do because of the number of first-generation college students being in an environment that is new and different and where to go and how to get help and those kinds of things. Um, and so many of them have persisted and get, walked across the stage and gotten their degree. So hats off to you and your team. Thank you. And we do. It's, it's surprising how many students... You know, you feel like we, we've hit generations where I know a lot of my friends are all, you know, they all did that college route, but we still have tons of students coming as first-generation students. You know, going through that process, is it's scary. You know, it's scary tr looking at tuition and fees numbers and figuring out, will I qualify for scholarships? How can I bring that number down? And um, even if you've been through that college process, it's changed. Even since when I was, it's changed dramatically. You know, a lot of it is going virtual now. You know, you apply through for financial aid. I did a paper and a pencil back in the day. You sign it, you send it in, they send it back. Everything is online, every every process that you're going to do. Um, so yeah, things have changed a lot over the years, and that's why we're here, to, to help them out. So. so how do you deal with those changes and processes now that it's more technology online-based? We're lucky that a lot of the high schools are also going that route. You know, our, our jobs have kind of evolved through time. We, we still go to college fairs and high school visits, um, but even the high schools, a lot of them are kind of almost rejecting a lot of like that paper information. They used to have like catalogs of college information at all these schools, but now all the research they're doing is online. And so making sure, you know, we are, you and our marketing team always make sure we have, you know, information 
up to date on the website, that's really going to help a lot of people because, you know, if any anything changes with that admissions process, uh, changes with, you know, annually tuition fees, we just had a freeze with tuition, which is awesome. We're really excited about that. Meal plan numbers went down and uh, housing numbers went up. So, I mean, we stayed pretty well flat, but as soon as we get those numbers, our goal is to get those on the website as fast as we can to make sure everything is more the most up to date. But if we also have big changes, you know, recently we added in the last couple of years the DSU Rising Scholarship. Well, we want to get that on the website, but we also, you know, send out extra material like emails and mailers and just to make sure, all right, news is happening and things are happening. We need to make sure you guys know about it right away. So, What's been the biggest challenge? They've talked about um, recently the numbers of available students is declining. Is that the biggest challenge? Is there something else out there that really makes your job um, fun? exciting, I mean, to meet that kind of a challenge. Right. I would say that is one of the big challenges. All the schools of the nation, you know, like we said, senior numbers are going to be trending down. So we're all going to be fighting for the exact same students. And we all want to increase enrollment, you know, which is an interesting battle that we're all going to have. So I would say that's definitely a challenge is, you know, quantity of students. I mean, I'll be honest, some people forgetting about all of the cool majors that we have here. It's easy to be known for technology because that is a high needs area in the world. We need those people protecting cyber crime and stuff like that. But guess what? We have founded as a teacher school, amazing education programs infused with technology. And I mean, if you look like what COVID in, in the last kind of, you know, couple years, the importance of understanding technology in a classroom as a teacher has never been more important, right? So uh, those type of degrees with education, we have some super fun game design degrees, art degrees, business degrees. You look at business and the technology infused into those degrees. I mean, there, there's a reason every one, one of those degrees is 100% placement in the College of Business. So we have a lot of great things. So sometimes we forget about some of those amazing things because, you know, the local news stations are sharing about the latest cybercrime and, and we have some amazing things going on. Uh, another one of the big challenges, though, is even though we have a tuition freeze, tuition rises every year, at least that bottom dollar, you know, if housing goes up and stuff like that, and families are finding it harder and harder to take out loans. But the hard part is, is unless a student has done a ton of maybe previous saving, maybe the financial help, planning, if they haven't done all the work to do some scholarship prepping, it's almost impossible to go to school without taking out an alternative loan or having a payment plan option. And I've discovered that's been one of the big things I've heard from families as of late is, how are we going to afford school? How is this possible? But, you know, we talk to our team to make sure we're sharing the news. Like, we want to remind people a college education is investment. We want you to make sure you're getting an education um, that is valuable, that is needed, you know, looking at the industry, is this a degree that, you know, I can get a job in? And even if I can get a job, is it going to have kind of a long-term salary that's going to help me afford maybe these student loans? And I can say at DSU, almost across the board, you're going to find degrees that are high demand, have amazing starting salaries, which makes that considering loans and some of more of that, you know, harder things to take out as a family kind of make that investment, you know, worthwhile. It's scary. I remember taking out those loans and I remember signing my name on a line. I'm like, golly, here we go. What, what am I doing now? But um, that can be part of it. But, you know, the best part of the job is 
when you help those families. We always laugh because in our in our office, we have families where it's maybe we need to loosen the reins on our son and daughter a little bit to let them do the college process. Um, we have, you know, the parents that are ready. I'll never have parents say, I'm ready to cut the cord. But the cool but part of part of our job is we help those families through that process. We've had emotional, fun, exciting moments with families. But when you've done the job as long as I have, you know, we always say we have several favorite days on campus. Not just one, several. One, we love when students visit because they're here. They get to see our stuff. And we, we're very proud of our, like, Discover DSU days, our individual visit days. Then registration. We're right in the middle of registration season right now. And the best part about that is these students are enrolling. They are getting registered for DSU classes. You know, the future is upon them. They're just four, four short months until they're here. And then our other favorite day, probably I don't know where I am on my list, is move-in day. Because I, some of these students we've worked with for four-plus years. Freshmen. We've had students visit as freshmen in high school. We've worked them their freshman, junior, sophomore, junior, senior year. They're finally moving in. It's happening. It's so cool to see. And I've been here long enough to see these kids graduate which is pretty, pretty darn cool. So you do, you, you, you do, you do, because you kind of turn into like a little bit of like a mama bear. You're like, oh, <laughs> you did it. I'm so proud of you. Because they, there are students where you get here and you're like, all right, you know what? You you maybe have not been provided a lot of resources in the past. And, and, you know, we need to make sure you find those resources to be successful. And they get here and they find those resources to be successful in the classroom. They find their kind of niche of people. We have such an eclectic campus of, of students, and that's the cool thing about DSU, too, is there are a lot of students that grow up in small high schools, and they're like, I was always kind of an outcast. I never really connected with a lot of people on many levels, but you're now coming to a school with a whole lot of other people just like you. And, and I think that's a cool thing about our college, where we're pretty lucky to be where we are and a lot of big things happening. So makes our jobs pretty easy, at least. At least some, day, some days it's easy. I don't know about your guys' jobs, but. <laughs> How do you go about preparing for things like individual visits and Discover DSU days and things like that? Or what have you learned over the years? What what has now what become makes success, the... Yeah. What makes your DSU day oh. successful? Honestly, it's customer service at the end of the day and making people feel important. You know, we always want a student to step on campus and see themselves on campus. We try to relate the clubs and activities they're in. We just try to be real with a lot of a lot of students and their families. And we really try to give almost the layman's version of processes. We try to make it easy. We try to make the process simple. And, and on those days, sometimes it can be overwhelming when you start to hear the financial aid, tuition numbers, scholarship numbers. And we just try to go through it slow enough that hopefully people can, you know, follow along, but also have had a personal enough connection somehow throughout the day to open up the door for questions. You know, our favorite part of Discovery is when people ask questions, they're involved, they're engaged. Um, those those always make for, for really fun days, especially the engagement. We usually try to play kind of like Kahoot. All of the kiddos these days, students have played Kahoot the last couple of years a ton. But that's one of our you know, more fun ways to explain some of our student services. We talk about residence life and counseling um, in different opportunities through this Kahoot game. And, you know, they always win a little prize. But it's it's thinking outside the box in order to deliver that information. I could just sit there and, you know, 
grab a piece of paper and spew through information, or you try to make it engaging and kind of learn at the same time. So we, we try to do that. But at some point throughout each, even, you know, Discover Days, we could have 50 students on campus. I try to make sure, one, I individually welcome each person as they walk in, and our team making sure that, you know, even at the end of the day, they get that one-on-one attention in some capacity to make sure they feel comfortable enough to ask questions. Because there's a lot of, you know, especially when you have your teenage student there, you can see him like elbowing mom and dad saying, (laughs) please don't ask a question, I'm really embarrassed. Um, But if you give them enough opportunities, and if you've just kind of been real enough kind of throughout the day and engaged you know, there's that comfortability with finally saying, hey, you said something earlier. Can I ask you questions about this? And it happens every every Discover Day. We always get questions towards the end of the day, and that's what we hope. We want, we want that engagement. And what's it like from an admission standpoint? You kind of get to see all the different areas of the college and all the different majors and kind of share that with people. What's that like for you? I would honestly say we probably work in the best department. Sorry for many of you other ones. But the reason I say that is because we're kind of like a middleman, you know, like it is important in order for me to sell programs to students and be able to talk to them about what we can offer. We truly have to know things about the programs. I cannot, you know, I shouldn't just rattle off things about our business college based off of the website you know, me having relationships with support staff to faculty to the advisors within those programs, learning about the students, paying attention to even the news within those colleges about the latest, you know, students going to nationals and PBL, stuff like that are the things that I can talk to students in those experiences about. So I always tell my team, one of the best things you can do is build those relationships, network with people across campus, be engaged even in, in with those people, whether it's faculty, athletics. So I, I find it really important that we that we get to know everybody. So we truly work with just about everybody. You know, we work with the Counseling Center students. You know, we have an autism program on campus. We accept 504 IAPs. We have to know our counseling team. Um, registration season, we have to know our advising team. Um, the amount of housing, meal plans, student affairs, t- you know, we, we just truly get to know a little bit of everybody. So like you two. I see you two around, you know, harass you when I can. So I was going to talk to you about that, but um, <laughs> I'm just wondering, this is maybe a little off topic and, I'm and, ready. and, and things, but what's the one question that always amazes you that a, a student, a prospective student, or maybe their parents that they would ask? So we kind of want something funny. Is that no, we, no, we no. Want something I'm, funny? Just, I'm just kind of curious. I have curious. 12 years worth of, worth of funnies there. Well, but go ahead. Offer some I'm, funnies. I'm try- That'd I'm be fun. I'm think. Now, like the, the cutting the cord, that is by far one of the funniest things I've ever heard a parent do. On, on <laughs> After 18 years, yeah, I yeah, think it's about yeah, time. It was, you yeah. know, and it was all in that same moment where one student is like terrified. Parents aren't wanting to leave. You know, we always joke on registration day. We all wear sunglasses, you know, during all the outside activities because we are an office full of emotion. So if oh. mama bear starts tearing up, it's just like this uncontrolled like dominoes effect across everybody <laughs> in our office. It's like of just like yeah. It is. It is. It's terrible, but I'll never, you know, you see those and then, and on the flip side, I've, you know, cause we'll have parents that don't want to leave on move-in day, which I get. It's a, it's a tough day. So I always tell students, hug your mom, hug your dad, hug your guardian family, uncle and grandma on those days. Cause they're very, very proud and they're so excited and they are very, very sad <laughs> at the same, same time. time. Yeah. Um, but I'll never forget. Yeah. I, I, we turn, we see one emo- emotional parent and we turn around and 
the mom and dad are saying goodbye to their son. And he's like, wait, you're really leaving? You're leaving? And the mom turned around. She goes, I'm cutting the cord. She makes like the scissors <laughs> action. And I was just like, oh, my God. It's, that was probably seven, eight years ago now. And I will always, I'll always remember that. But um, that oh, was just, that it really, it was, it was really awesome. But I'm trying to think of some of those things that you just hear all the time. And I don't know. We get a little bit of everything, and that's kind of the cool thing about our office, too. And Tori and I, we always kind of joke, you know, for as long as we've both worked here, the amount of times we still get new situations. You would assume that everything is pretty cut and dry, but it wasn't not even like a month ago that her and I were kind of talking over a whole little situation, and we're like, well, that's new. And we're like, yeah, that one is new. And it just... It amazes you. You would assume it's all, yeah, pretty black and white, but you get some surprises. Lots in there, of but, surprises. That's yeah. great. That's yeah. awesome. We, you know, we get silly things too. Like at college fairs, you'll have a student that walks up and they're like, "What is this?" And you're like, "What do you mean? <laughs> what like like the college fair? What is this? Or like DSU? What is this?" Something on my shirt. <laughs> yeah, you know, like what's happening right now? But no, I mean, I have you got a lot of stories. Them. Yeah, no, some that's great. some I probably can't talk about today, but. Someday. Oh, someday. Okay. In the book, right? In the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the book. Cyberology. Would you say that you mentioned customer service, that you're almost kind of a little bit of a salesperson for the college in the programs that we have here? 100%. As much as you don't want to be considered a salesman, we very much are. We are marketing the university we are marketing our programs, we're clubs, activities, athletics. You know, we really are kind of a sounding board of, of all of those things. you got to be able to talk about all of it. And, you know, at the end of the day, there's goals and enrollment numbers and stuff like that. So it is a bit of a sales, um, but I think we really approach it as, you know, this isn't a person buying a car. These are students who are trying to figure out their futures, you right. know. So as much as, you know, it's it's scary to think about the sales part because, you know, we understand that enrollment impacts, you know, our everyday business as a university, that there is a part of that that comes into play. But, you know, and I, I tell people all the time, at the end of the day, the most important thing we do is benefit the student that, that comes in. That is the most important. Sometimes we forget about the student because you get so tied up in, a lot of other things and daily duties and stuff like that. But we really try to put that first and foremost is, is that person. And I think when you, especially in our office, you get to know people personally, you get to know students personally and try to make those connections. It feels less like sales and more like, you know, customer relations. You really are just one human trying to impact a person's life. And I was at a conference one time and it always struck a chord with me and I will I preach it to my team all the time is a five-minute conversation on this campus could 100% impact the future for a student when you think about, you know, what the admissions does. If they leave after a five-minute conversation with someone and they're like, that person was rude, they didn't answer any of my questions, they, you know, if they just have a negative experience, they might never look at DSU again after they leave that day. But I've had students that have been debating majors in multiple schools, and they go, I just came to DSU, and it just felt like home. It was comfortable. I saw myself there, but everybody was just nice. And, you know, that's big for a lot of people. They, they want to make sure they're in a place that they feel comfortable to live. This is their future home. They'll never forget, you know, the first time I said, oh, I was at home for the weekend in college, and I go, oh, I got to go home. And my mom's like, what? 
you're not going home. This is your home, you know, and that's a that's a tough thing as a parent too. But that's, you know, an important just remembering that five minutes can impact a future. And and there was a student, this is a story for you. I had a student who was visiting and uh, his mom and him were road tripping through going to uh, the school he thought he was going to. And they go, well, DSU is known for maybe technology. Let's just swing in. So they just kind of surprised us one day, showed up, which I don't always recommend. Schedule a visit online, please, so we can make sure we best <laughs> give you the best visit. Um, popped in, and we did whatever we could to make that visit work. And um, he went to use the restroom, and Mom goes, he was 100% sold on the school we visited yesterday. You have put a wrench in every single one of our plans and he ended up coming to DSU. And so it's important, you know, every single conversation that we have with any student and whether it's us, whether it's faculty talking about their programs, whether it's, you know, meeting with different student affairs folks or even coaches. So yeah, every, every conversation is important. So you mentioned um, watching some of these students graduate. Would you say that you're able to stay in contact with them after you've gotten them in the door and settled yes, at DSU? we have, especially when they're still here. So one, I've, I've seen them even like after they have graduated. You know, the cool thing with when you're here is on the alumni of DSU side, you see them graduate, you see them like live their lives, get married, have kids. I mean, that it's cool to see some of that. And we always joke, I go, you can even come to DSU and fall in love. It's really corny and cheesy. <laughs> um, but we've seen it. I've I've seen weddings. I've been invited to different things. It's cool. It's really cool. But even when they're here, you know, we almost, almost to a fault, right? We build these relationships. And once students get here, we have to then you know, we're, we're their person for however long. And then all of a sudden they're here. And then all of a sudden it's like, all right, we have different resources for you. We have to get you to other people. And that's hard for students sometimes. Or they're just comfortable with us. And we say, come to us. We'll get you where you need to go. But even as they, they go through school, I mean, you still have some of those real relationships and you can check in on them. How are you doing? I've had students come in, you know, that really struggle in high school. You know, we were a little worried about grades coming through. And it's kind of fun when you pop in. And that's the mama bear side of me. Uh, it's not always, you know, it's too much mama bear sometimes. But I've had days where you see the kiddo and I'll pull him aside. And I'm like, how's it going? How are your grades? Are you going to class? And I've had students who are like, well, I'm struggling here or there. And it just kind of turns into kind of like a little mothering session. I'm like, well, let's get you over to counseling. Let's get you over to the tutoring center. Let's do the things we need to do to make you successful. Um, and sometimes students just need to hear that. That's hard when you go to college because, you know, you always kind of have that parental figure guiding through all of that, mm -hmm. guiding you through it. And then all of a sudden you're here and that person's not here anymore. There's no so curfew. where do I go? What do I do? What do I do? And we end up being those people sometimes, you know, as like this adult figure that helped them get here. And um, I'm cool with it. I like to check on them. And I, if you talk to my team, I say it all the time and they can, it'll be like nice outside. And like, we can walk outside. I go, I got to walk through the TC. And they're like, why? I go, I have to check on my students. <laughs> and I do. And I just walk through and make sure, you know, the ones that, you know, are doing okay. And there's a football player every time I walk by. Hello, Mrs. And every time we see him, I, I know I can expect to wave and stuff like that. And it's fun to check on him. So. And that is really what makes the difference, in my opinion, is that I don't know that it's unique to DSU, but it is genuine here at DSU that there is a relationship that forms between 
not only faculty and students, but people who, like yourself, work in admissions and work in administration and um, who work in each of the colleges. Yeah, we there all is a impact. genuine interest in some of these students and, and their welfare, and I think they reciprocate that. And it's, it's why I think we are so successful. I think so, too. If I were to ask students why they chose DSU, the number one thing I hear all the time is size. But what does that mean when they say size? It's not being number 215 in a classroom and going to class and being Amber and Jen and Gabe. It's um, knowing that if they need help, that they don't have to make these special appointments. They can pop in at office hours. Or I've seen student, you know, faculty walk by in the marketplace and a faculty member being willing to stop and, and answer those, you know, and I think that makes the difference too. Or coming in and asking a question and, mm-hmm. you know, the last thing we ever want to do, and sadly sometimes it does happen, but the last thing we want to do is, you know, if a student has a question, we don't want them to hop to office, to office, to office. No, grab the phone. Let's figure out where, what, who they can be helped with. And like we said, that's going to be any department on, mm-hmm. on campus. And I think that's the nice thing, like you said, about there's times and, you know, any type of a business or an organization, you feel siloed in communication. But then also at the end of the day, when we all look what we all do, we're all here to help students, you know, whether it's get into school, whether it's with counseling, whether it's being successful in class or teaching them or, you know, getting a degree on it. I mean, we're all here doing the same thing. And sometimes we forget about it, but that's why we do what we do. At least I hope that's why you do it, right? Helps no, I'm here know. for the money. Oh, um, <laughs> retirement. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right, Good. exactly. Good. No, yeah. I Benefits. students. It's a great gig, except for those students. <laughs> yeah. um, I no, I've yeah. never understood that. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Any last words, Amber, about admissions that you'd love people to know? I want everybody to spread the word about DSU. I want you to tell all of your cousins, uncles, aunts, and everybody to tell all their relatives about DSU. No, I'm just kidding. That's my sales pitch. (laughs) Get all the people you know to check us out. But really, you know, I just want everybody to know that if you know anybody that is genuinely you know, looking at schools and don't even know where to start. And I've done this before, too. I've had conversations with students. I'm like, if you have questions that aren't even related to DSU, but college in general, and you're not comfortable to ask anyone, you can ask me. And I've had those people reach out. I mean, I feel like that's the duty of what I almost do, right? And I, and I want people to know that if you have questions about the process, where to start, what are my future opportunities? I want to do this job someday. How do I do it? You know, sometimes we don't even know that answer. I want to become this type of a doctor someday. Where, where do, where, what do I do, right? So I just, I think I really want people to know that that's why our team is here to, like we said, we're called admission specialists, but truly we're admission counselors. We're here to guide. We're here to counsel through that process and we're ready to help you when you want to be helped. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being a guest today, yes. Amber. Yes way less scary than I thought it was going to be and I appreciate it so we took it easy on you (laughs) good thank you to our podcast producer Xander Morrison and thank you for listening if you enjoyed the episode be sure to subscribe thank you thank you